Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, September 18, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? First thing we're going to do is lay out the big picture charts. We're going to lay out this week, what's going on this week, what do we have on the docket in terms of economic data points or anything else such as Kabuki Theater. We have the Fed meeting this week, which is Tuesday, culminating on Wednesday with an interest rate decision announcement and Jerry's presser. So where does that leave us leading up into the Fed announcement or FOMC announcement? It leaves us in a chop shop formation, narrower range, if you will, similar to today. We'll get into the daily range and what happened intraday today a little bit later. But from a, is the market going to get very far before the Fed announcement perspective Probably not. Yes, it can. The unlikely scenario, the likely scenario is kind of stays a kind of where it is leading up to the Fed. Why? Because we're quote unquote, these are air quotes, we're waiting on the Fed. Happens just about each and every time we have one of these scenarios. So why should this time be any different? Now, let's take a look at where we are from a where are they on the chart perspective. So they're teetering again. Where are they teetering? They're teetering in an important spot. Let's go over it one more time for the hundredth time. And why have we gone over it so many times? Because it's that important. The market played defense around this breakup candle low right here. And it was on specifically September 7th. They tried to rally away. They did so, but now they failed again and they've come back to run a test in the same vicinity. This is a near-term slash nearby Irene type of situation. The specific number is 442.46. Today's low happens to be 442.56 by 10 cents, above it by 10 cents, there are no accidents nor coincidences down in this spot. From the get-go this morning, what I told the live room members is this is a big-time spot. Even if they get below it, they're going to fight back to it. This is an area you can play it again, Sam, for a trade over and over again on the long side, scalping in that area down there. We did that this morning. Some traders got it three or four times. Some traders got it once or twice. Some traders got a double or a stand-up double out of it. We'll get to that in a few moments. When you look at the weekly chart, where are they? They're above all the moving averages, so the trend is your friend until it's not. The first place they're going to head to, if they give up Irene, it's not that far away in the big scheme of things, but it happens to be right around this 20-period moving average, Currently coming in right around 438, give or take. If they did that, whether it's pre or post Kabuki Theater slash Jerry's Presser slash FOMC interest rate announcement, that would be another area that we'd have to watch out for. And here's the thing. So they came up short of the 20 period or home base before and they bounced away. 
is it the same now as it would have been had they come down here mid-August? And the answer is no, it's not. They've been riding it. It diminishes the importance of it. So if they decided to, and it's an if, capital I, capital if, if they decided to flush the tape while the intraday 20 period moving average off the weekly chart may be a bull bear battle type of place for a while, it's not the same as it was. My focus is on Irene, and if they get below and start closing daily below that big time breakup candle low from the daily chart, I think there's going to be another leg down that surpasses where the weekly chart 20 period moving average or home base is at present. That's my take. That's an opinion. That's not technical analysis. We take it one candle at a time, one move at a time, one intraday price at a time. For example, just to show you when we jump back and forth between different time frames, when you look at the 20 period moving average on the weekly chart comes in right around 438. Well, if you're at 438, and we'll just project out a little bit for the purposes of learning this stuff, at that point in time, if the market was down there in the heat of the moment, you're looking at the daily chart, for example, you could say, well, why won't they come down to the 100 period moving average on the daily chart around 436 and hit that on the way? And the answer would be, yeah, why not? Doesn't mean they will, but these moving averages, when price gets close, they act as a magnet and they draw price in. What else is important on the weekly chart? Well, how about the big fat round number of 440? Why is that important? Well, because it's a breakup candle low on the weekly chart. There's another important place for you. 440 for its reason, 438 for another reason that's less important per se because of what they did on the weekly chart. And then 436 is a 100 period moving average on the daily chart. Now, these aren't specific numbers that will come out per se intraday for inside the numbers and live room members. These are general areas. We refine the numbers that come A, out of the calculator and B, using some shorter time frame stuff all around the horn. We use everything we've got each and every day to come up with the numbers. How are the numbers doing, by the way? Funny you should ask, but I'm glad you did. Let's check out inside the numbers and let's see if we had positive trades today. Hint, we did. Let's see what the numbers were and let's see how the market reacted around the numbers that we, A, first put on the board at zero dark 30 and continued before the opening bell. Everybody had the exact layout in order to make profit in the market today. That's a fact. There's a little bit of rhetoric up here. You can read that on your own. We're interested in the numbers specifically. 443.75 is key for price to stay above for any bull case or rescue operation to ensue. 443.75. Let's start there. We think better in pictures. Right of the vertical is today's activity. This is a five-minute chart. The green line, which should be blue, is... 443.75, market opened below. They had a little bit of a decline. We'll get to that in a few moments. And you can see that, guess what? The high in this candle was precisely 443.76 and another pullback. Anybody want to guess to see if there were any trades in there? You would be correct if you said yes. Hold your horses. We'll get there. 
If she can, meaning stay above, the door will open to begin a leg higher toward 445 area. Back to the pictures, and you'll see later in the notes that the number exactly was 444.95, and the high in this candle is precisely 444.97. It acts as an exit, and what you'll know later on in the morning, I was asked, hey, is that a short trade if they get there anytime soon? We said, yeah, within the next 30 to 60 minutes, that is a potential short trade, and we had traders that shorted the tape. That turned out to be high of day. The short answer is we pretty much nailed low of day several times, and we nailed high of day. Hey, you doing? Let's see how that really panned out. So starting at 845, let's say they continue to leak. There's a really big zone, and we talked about why before. So right out of the chute, 45 minutes before the opening bell, I'm saying, hey, listen, I'm knocking on the door, saying, hey, there's a really big zone. Getting below opens the door for a little lower, around 441.80. You always have to know both sides, but the big zone is 442.80 down to 442.40. Back to the pictures. The purple box represents the zone, 442.80 down to 442.40. They never got to 442.40. They came in between. It was a 40-cent zone. It's like a chip shot from around the green. And what did they do? They bounced back in the other direction. They can bounce it at the first zone or anywhere in between. In the neighborhood of 442.80 to 441.80, if you want to stretch it out a buck, give or take, is a bounce back in the other direction for a scalp with potential. Our scalps are five to seven points. We got them several times as they bounced around in that zone. We call it the play it again, Sam. We talked about it ad nauseum in the live room. You'll see it on the board when we scroll up. Guess what? 443.75 is important. Overhead resistance and will become, it says, may become a target if they do the thing down south. There's your exit target. Laid out before the opening bell, followed through after the opening bell, walked through the live room people in real time into the trade and out of the trade. What more can you be looking for? All before the opening bell. If they pop them, 443.75 overhead resistance. You saw that already. By 934, there's the full scalp with potential from within the zone. The rest is trader's choice. 443.75 is overhead resistance. They came right down into the zone, ran a test of an important spot Monday morning right out of the gate, gave you multiple trades right up to the 443.75, which you'll see later became the pivot. The play it again. Sam Crew got another bite at the apple. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double check the work. It's all in here. In fact, by the way, remember that 445 area? What happens if they get above 443.75? 444.95, give or take. They got it by two pennies, reversed back down. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. We had some stocks on the move this morning. However, nothing hit their entry objectives. So we'll just be back tomorrow in uniform, ready to go with those. 
Remember, earnings season will get fired up again in October. So they trickle out day to day, depending on whatever activity is in the news slash earnings announcements that are still happening from last quarter. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, they're teetering. They're not doing so well. They're below 184. That's a really, really, really three reallys important place. And now they're coming into this place that is a head and shoulders neckline. Now, it doesn't get activated until it gets activated. Just because they're down in this area doesn't mean it's an active head and shoulders. But if they close below this and they stay below it, this can play out over a period of time. But this is a head and shoulders formation. If it triggers, it triggers below the neckline and close below the neckline. That's the only way it triggers. We'll see if Irene is already walking upstairs. Walking upstairs for what? You know the saying, good night, Irene. Just so you're aware, and this isn't going to happen right away. That's not how it works. But the target for a head and shoulders like this is down in the mid to low 160s, by the way. I would put that on a sticky note, just in case. What's going on with the folks down at the transportation department? Buttigieg's crew. It's a bearish slash flaggish slash eating time off the clock type of situation after a bounce off the 100 period moving average. Nothing more, nothing less. It's in a downtrend until they break or if they break the chain. Weekly chart hovering at the 20 week moving average. If they get below and stay below, the next real order of business will be to come down here this area where this convergence of the 100 and the 50 period moving averages plus this breakup candle low this low comes in at 14,681 give or take right in this area vicinity of these moving averages if they stay above all the moving averages then it's a test and the trend is your friend until it's not keep in mind we don't know and can't tell from the longer time frames we can see the bigger picture but intraday Day-to-day, it's hard to say what's going to happen until it happens. Things begin from a shorter time frame and they morph from there. So when you look at the daily chart, for example, you say, well, yeah, they can't really get up and go. They're going sideways, eating time off the clock. If they do so and hover over the 100-period moving average, certainly we can get a spark on Wednesday. Market's going to go one way or the other on Wednesday. It's either going down or going up. Very easy to say that now. It's going to be a big move. It's a coin toss which way. The only thing we have to look at is the makeup of the charts, makeup of price and time and where prices on the charts and what they look like on all the time frames. But in the heat of the moment, when Jerome Powell and the Fed FOMC make their announcement, he gives its press conference, we have no idea which way the market's going to go. Whatever he says, whatever they do is one thing. The reaction from the market is completely an un known anybody that tells you different run for the hills what about the q people bad day on friday got below the moving averages stay below the moving averages and the next order of business is play defense around this breakup candle low 366 and a quarter give or take get below that and it's a whole nother leg lower situation going on 100 period moving average down at 359 and change it's a progression one thing at a time 
The next thing of importance from where price is today, as long as it stays below these moving averages, is this breakup candle low, 366 and a quarter, give or take. Wednesday afternoon, everything gets thrown out the window for a while. The financials, the XLF, staying above all the moving averages on the daily chart, came in for a test today, had a decent close, again, will certainly be susceptible on Wednesday. Very sensitive to the announcement of an interest rate move or a non-move or whatever the media decides to derive and the market decides to derive from whatever the Fed says, doesn't say, hints at, writes down, whatever it is. Financials and just about everything else will be susceptible for the move. What about Smash Mouth? Friday, they gave up the ghost. They got below, closed below that important breakup candle low. That's now off the table. And look how fast they came into that 100 period moving average. Hovering there today, closed above it. Maybe it's a test. Maybe it's not. The next order of business is this low here, 143.35. Give that up. There's a whole nother leg lower. There's a gap down here. And then you have a huge place with no man's land here. So there's a lot of stuff going on with the semis. This 100 period moving average is really a last line of defense right in front of this low here. Give up this low and there's a whole nother thing going on. By the way, have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.